Is there a lesson for us in Noah's having to build the ark? This is Rabbi Yitzchak Price with another edition of Tachlis Talks, growth-oriented, partial-related Torah podcasts. And in this upcoming Torah portion of Noah, Noach, we encounter the massive deluge, the flood, the mabble that eliminates all of the evildoers and much of the rest of the planet, and, of course, the ark in which Noah and the animals are spared. But the question that begs itself to be uh, answered is, why? God can simply zap away all of the evildoers, eliminate all of the evil, and spare Noah, his immediate family, and whichever animals God wants to preserve. Why have Noah go through this multi-year, multi-decade task of producing the ark, and having them spend what is basically a year on board the ark, the 40 days and 40 nights is simply the water buildup, but they are in the ark for about a year. Why the ark? Commentaries expose us to the fact that this reset of planet Earth, this elimination of the evil, and the restoring life or, or, or allowing for the continuity of life, specifically through Noah, his family, and the unique animals that are spared, is the elimination of a world of Hamas, of uh, petty crime, of petty theft, a world of super greed. Hamas is understood to be those types of acts of theft which you can't prosecute. They're, They're too small to bother. You have a fruit stand and one person comes and takes one grape and a second person takes one grape and a third person takes one grape. Well, Are you going to bring somebody to court over a grape? Are you going to hire a lawyer and pay the court fees for one grape? But what happens when 20 and 30 and 40 and 50 and 100 people each take one grape? And 20 and 30 and 40 and 50 and 100 people each take one cherry? And 20 and 30 and 40 and 100 people each take one lemon? You're out of business fairly soon and you have no recourse. And, at the same time, 20 and 30 and 40 and 100 people are each taking one pencil from the local office supply store. And they're each taking, 20 other individuals are each taking one pen. And other individuals are each taking one rubber band, one paper clip, one sheet of paper. Well, over time, everybody is is going under any of a society where each person is then having to grab from the other simply to continue to exist a world of greed and taking with no end in sight. The world had become so corrupted and had to be reset specifically with a olam chesed yibaneh. The world is meant to be built on kindness. It had to be built with a super environment of giving. And that was the Ark. Aside from the enormous dedication to producing the Ark, to preserve his family and all of these species, what were Noah and his family doing aboard this boat for that year? This was no glorious cruise ship. There was no time for entertainment, for shows, for checking out the, the, the swimming pool or the, the, the tennis court or the shuffleboard on this ocean liner. Commentary, the, the, the calculations are made by zoologists. Great book, um, Torah, Chazal, and Science by Rabbi Moshe Meiselman. Rabbi Meiselman, who is a very prominent Rosh Hashiva dean of a very scholarly academy in Israel, as well as an MIT-trained uh, scientist. He does enormous analysis of concepts 
where the, the world of Torah, the, the words of our sages and science intermingle. And he quotes from a variety of sources as to the enormous efforts necessary simply to sustain all the animals on this boat. Let's recall, um, an elephant eats more for dinner than you and I, and possibly uh, all of our current podcast audience. And we're at the point of several hundreds uh, an average week. But an elephant eats 300 pounds of hay uh, per day. Simply maneuvering all of that food for the elephant on a daily basis. And that's one such animal. Hippos, quite a diet as well. And recalling the fact that the variety of food necessary for each different animal means an incredible organization to see to it that you're providing the right food for each species and carrying the right food to each address within this maze of, of cages within the ark. There's a sum total of eight people staffing this environment. Calculation, given that book, based on uh, investigating with many zoos and the ratio of animal per zookeeper, the staff necessary, has it clear the 100,000 line as to the appropriate staff necessary to be providing for the needs of all of the world's species in this very tight environment. And yet, there were eight people tending to the needs of all the animals, which would guarantee that every moment spent in that ark was dedicated toward the needs of the other. There was no time for self. Impossible. Remember, some animals are nocturnal, and there are some who have to be fed specifically at certain sequences. It's an enormous task to keep track of, to organize, and to then execute providing for the needs of all of these animals for that long stay in this ark. So the world of corruption, the world of greed, the world of taking is restored by a very intense um, environment. My Rosh Hashiva in Israel, of Goldbach, used to describe this as a yeshiva of chesed, an environment where this is the, the supercharging of, of chesed, of giving, and then we can start over afresh with this Olam Chassidibana, the world built once again on kindness. We, thankfully, don't find ourselves in such an ark, um, having to tend to the needs of all such animals, but we have to learn from here the, the critical concept of how fundamental kindness and giving is and how detrimental to society greed and taking, and even taking very small things that are out of place, simply crossing the border and taking that wrong, wrong element, crossing that line, how out of place that is, and take to heart this message that the giving, the constant giving, is so fundamental to the, the whole purpose of existence. Now, reality is that we sometimes tend to kind of separate in our minds. There's the, the time for giving, like there was the collection, there was the campaign, and I gave to that campaign, or someone came to the door and I responded to that need, or I see the person in a certain situation and I respond to it. And there's giving, and then there's life. But reality is that throughout our weekly experience, probably throughout our daily experience, there are so many opportunities to be giving. We talked last week about the opportunities within our within our careers, within our work, within our professions, to be dedicated to the other, 
not necessarily calling that chesed in this context, but that, that was significant in itself to realize how otherly we can be focused and how therefore we can spiritually elevate our daily pursuits. But can we also think in terms of how many opportunities we have to be chesed conscious, to be oriented towards actually giving to the other, of giving of our finances, of our talents, of our resources, of our time to the other. And the, these latter points, moving away from the giving of money, moving away from the tzedakah, but the, the degree to which we can give of our time, our energy, and our emotion to others, on a regular basis, I'm not even talking in terms of the big projects, volunteering for this big communal task or this major undertaking. But what about if we can be kind of pulling in to the much smaller details of giving? The person who wants a moment of our time, who when they say, hey, how are you, good morning, they actually mean it. They're asking us a question because they, they long for a certain uh, interconnectivity. They want us to pay attention to them for the moment. And as much as, on average, most times the question, how are you, can be responded with, what's up? Um, the, 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 the not, the, basically, the non-questions of both of those. But there are those many situations where a person really, really would appreciate if we would be responsive to them. If we would give them a little feedback so that they feel a little more human uh, connectivity. There are so many people who are so lonely, and I'm not even talking about those who are isolated and remote or in environments where they have so little um, human compassion, human interconnectivity. But there are so many people that we interface with regularly that could appreciate a little more connectivity, another smile, another gesture. And the, the message of the ark is that it's possible for human beings to be in constant chesed mode. And again, that's to the extreme, to the max. But we can be in a much more broad, uh, much more dedicated to chesed mode. We can be accomplishing acts of kindness on a much more regular basis if we're simply attentive to the needs of others and oriented toward the other. Rather than being oriented toward what can I get out of this context, I'm, I'm walking into an environment, rushing into an environment as we often find ourselves, and there's that person who would appreciate it. They just stop and say hello at the, to the receptionist at the desk. And then that person who we're walking through the door at work or at, at a local health club. Anyway, we are kind of making some type of human interaction as we enter that environment at the same time. And, and they actually would appreciate a little more connectivity, a little more of our attention. So our tactless takeaway for today is we, again, are always trying to pull some actual from our Parsha, some message for our personal growth, let's try to be a little bit more chesed conscious, aware of the fact that there are so many opportunities for us to be in a little bit more of a giving mode in very easy ways, and giving of ourselves in ways that don't in any way, don't even touch the pocketbook or or the purse or the wallet or the credit card. There's so many acts of chesed that we can be doing that are costing us nothing more than a little bit more attention, emotion, uh, emotional energy, and I'm talking nominal amounts, and we'll probably feel pretty good when this becomes a little bit more of our routine, and therefore we become the real beneficiaries of this as well. Let's do this. Let's become a little more chesed-focused, a little more 
otherly and, and find those opportunities to be sharing and giving and caring and providing in such simple ways. And in so doing, be so much more likely to be achieving our tachlis.